Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and I'm going solo tonight. Emmanuel, uh, his office has instituted their own crackdown policy and he's out for the week. So you've got me for as long as I decide to talk here. This could be fun. This could be dangerous. Who knows where it's going to go. I've done this once before, but on the Origin Eve uh, big podcast coming. There's a lot to talk about, and I'm going to try and get through it all and remember what I have to talk about. So here goes. Um, I'm going to start tonight by uh, I'm going to we're going to hit on some of the player movement that's being talked about and the big news out of the Cronulla Sharks, which is that Sean Johnson, Aaron Woods, and Josh Dugan have all been told that they are welcome to leave the club and find another team. Uh, as of, they will not be welcome at the club and uh, been told to find another team as of next season. And if they can find a suitor to take them off the Sharks' books this season, they are also happy to leave before that June 30th deadline. So, look, out of out of these three players, I think Sean Johnson is obviously the biggest catch. There's a lot of teams right now that need a solid solid half or 5'8". Teams like Canterbury and I can see a team like South Sydney possibly going after Sean Johnson, um, someone to replace Adam Reynolds, more than capable, and you're not getting in a rookie uh, with very little first-grade experience. You're getting a veteran player who still has a lot to offer in this league. In terms of Woods and Dugan, look, they haven't been in stellar form lately. Uh, I'm sure some teams will be willing to pick up Aaron Woods, Josh Dugan, I'm not sure. He's pretty injury-prone, so not sure about that one. But Aaron Woods, he's a solid forward, solid prop who can do his job. May not be starting calibre anymore, but he will find a place in the NRL, I believe. Uh, Some other news is that uh, there's this rumour going around that Mitchell Pearce might be headed towards the Sharks uh, to join his old teammate Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, This one, both sides have denied, but it's just one to watch out for. And yeah, I I don't know whether it will happen, but if it does happen, I think it's a good move. Mitchell Pearce's time in Newcastle has not been as successful as both he and the club has uh, hoped for, so a move might be best option for him. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about is Matt Dufty. We spoke about it last week, I believe, that the Dragons have told him that he's no longer welcome at the club after this season. And what does he do? He goes out and puts on a two-try, five-try assist performance against the Brisbane Broncos, the team notching up 52 points. Why are the Dragons letting this guy go? I know that he has some issues on the defensive side, but his improvement as an offensive player, especially his passing game, has been so good over the last couple of years. And I, it just this move baffles me because 
the talk is that Cody Ramsey is going to be the next fullback of the of the Dragons, and if you ask me, I haven't seen much out of him that shows me that this kid has it as a fullback. He's not big. He's very similar to Duffy. He's not big. Don't know how good his positional play is. I've seen him drop a lot of balls this year, especially high balls. Not what you want out of a fullback. So, yeah, I, I, this move baffles me. Dufty is being uh, chased by, I believe, the Broncos, possibly the Canberra Raiders. So there's a couple teams after him. He will definitely find a spot in the NRL next season. He's too, His speed is too damaging so close to the line that... He creates overlaps by just getting outside the numbers and create, yeah, just drawing and passing. And as, as I said, his passing game has been so good over the last two years that he's hitting these wingers on the weekend, five try assists. That That's a club record, and I'm pretty sure it's close to an NRL record. So that doesn't happen to anyone who's just someone who you want to let go. Bad move by the Dragons. I had... A couple Dragons fans messaged me being like, why Why are we letting this guy go? It makes no sense. And yeah, it, the move is questionable and don't know what management's head's at, where management's head is at at the moment. All right, now the part that everyone's been waiting for. All right, now it's time to talk Origin. I'm recording this on Tuesday night. Origin is tomorrow night. Game is in Townsville. Queensland versus New South Wales, the big game, and oh, I'm so excited. I love Origin. Um, I love this time of year. And what, 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 like, you can't have an Origin week without some sort of sickness plaguing the Maroons team. Uh, there's already reports that uh, AJ Brimson has gone down with a bit of an injury, and Dane Gagai has tonsillitis and has spent the night in hospital. So you know that some shenanigans are going on. It's straight away. You, you just know. It's bookmark every time someone in Queensland's going to get sick. There's some bug going around and just doesn't seem to matter. Uh, one thing I would like to bring up before we actually start talking about the game, though, is this idea that Origin needs to be moved or be a standalone three-week period during the season because teams that have a lot of Origin players struggle during this time. Guess what? The Panthers lost their first game of the weekend, uh, first game of the season on the weekend because they had seven players out due to origin. That's just how it is. It's been like this for 20 years, even longer, 25, 30 years. It's going to happen. Your team, like, this idea that because one team who's been on this historic run uh, during the regular season uh, suddenly is at a disadvantage because all their good players are in origin, oh, we have to change everything, everyone's up in arms. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the way this works, teams get the bye. You're going to struggle for one week. It's one week. And then, you know, the week after, it can be tough. You're going to have players struggling to back up. But a lot of clubs are going through this. And if you're performing well, unfortunately, this is a price that you have to pay. Your players are going to be playing Origin. I don't I don't feel the need for teams, uh, for this idea that we need to change Origin around. I didn't like it at the end of last season. It lost a lot of luster and the build-up. You have those, the 12 weeks prior to Origin this season, just building it up. Who are we going to select? Who are we going to select? And you know that it's this big thing in the middle of the season, and it just helps break it up a little bit. And it's where the good teams find a way to get out, uh, grunt out wins, and just uh, 
the the really good teams and the good organizations prepare for this stuff. And it's probably the first time a team like the Panthers has had this many players out. But teams like the Roosters, the Broncos, South Sydney, Storm have have had this happen to them plenty of times. And to be fair to like all those teams as well, the Panthers have no injuries this year. Absolutely none. They've got zero injured players at the moment, whereas a team like the Roosters, for example, have 10. So like even like this stuff happens. It's one of the reasons why the Panthers are so high on the table at the moment. It's because they've had a healthy roster. You're going to have to cop this for a couple of weeks. It's just unfortunate, but it's always been how it's been, and I don't think there's any need to change it. All right, now time for the game. Origin 1, up in Townsville. 27,000 fans, I believe, up at Country Bank Stadium. They've had to actually install some new seats into this stadium to fill it out a bit more. And North Queensland love their rugby league. This crowd is going to be electric, and it's going to be a bit of a cauldron for New South Wales to walk into. Don't think there's going to be too many Blues jerseys in sight. And the question is... I, I do think this Blues team is better, but do they have the heart to beat this Queensland team? Now, I want to go through each position uh, and do a bit of a position battle to see where I think each side will have the advantage. Now, Callum Ponga has been ruled out, uh, so Valentine Holmes will get the fullback spot, and he's going up against James Tedesco. Um, in the in the back lines, we've got Xavier Coates, Kurt Capewell, Dan Gagai, and Kyle Felt up against Brian Toto, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Trebojevic, and Josh Adokar. Now, I think one through five, Blues have almost the advantage uh, in every position. I think that the position battles there, the Blues win every single one of them. Where it gets interesting is the halves, just because of pure experience. You've got Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans, versus Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Now, Nathan's probably been Nathan's been in career best form. Uh, he's probably the most informed player in the competition, but when it comes to big games, he has struggled sometimes. I'm not saying that he's played poorly, but he hasn't been that game breaker that he has been at club level. We saw this in the grand final, we saw it in the back end of the year in Origin last year. Whereas Daily Cherry Evans and Cameron Masters combination is so solid, and when it comes to Origin, they just step to another level that is it's it's near unbeatable. So I'm gonna have to give the advantage to Queensland in the halves. I think that's I think that's theirs for the taking. Munsters definitely got more experience than Jerome Luai, who's gonna be playing his first Origin game. The big question is. How good can Nathan Cleary be in this game? And can Jerome Luai carry over his club-level uh, club performances to Origin? They're the big questions. And if that if those, if those Cleary and Luai can play like they do at club level, then the Blues should have this because they've been in stellar form all year. The forward pack, we've got the props. Christian Welch and Tino Fasuamala'awi versus Dave, uh, Daniel Saifidi and Jake Dubovic. Pretty close there, really close. I think Christian Welch is a really good prop, and Tino is Tino was fantastic last year in Origin. Uh, Jake struggled to start the year. Uh, interesting to see him being put at prop. I do like the move because you do want your best players in the starting lineup, and I just don't know whether he 
is the best option at 13, but at 10, he seems like a pretty good option. So a bit of a coin flip here. I tend to lean Queensland in terms of props, but yeah, really tight. At hookers, we've got Harry Grant versus Damien Cook. Cookie's been in a bit of bad form lately. Uh, had a good game against the Eels heading into Origin in round 12. Uh, Harry Grant has been injured, uh, but I tend to lean Harry Grant just because I think his game is more tailored to Origin. Just really tough, running at the right times, and Cook has been hesitant to run this year. And maybe that's the sign of a, a weaker forward pack in South. Cam Murray's been injured, who is so important to getting quick play of the ball. But his Cook's uh, combination with Tedesco has been really good over the last few Origins. So let's hope that... Uh, that combination uh, thrives and the Blues can get something out of it. Second row, uh, we have Kafusi and Fafida, and then Jairo at lock versus Murray, Tarek Sims and Isaiah Yo. Really interesting. These aren't, I don't think, the Blues' most preferred option at in the in the on the edges and in the back row. Um, I'd say Angus Crichton would probably be there. Uh, I, I'm going to lean Queensland on this one. I think they're forward back. I think Feed is a great runner. Jai Arrow is an origin player through and through. Felice Kafusi's been here for years. He's a stalwart of the Queensland uh, origin team. And, yeah, I think... I don't know. I'm not sure about Cam Murray on the edge. Isaiah Yo's combination with uh, the two Penner of Haas is going to be really important. I think it's a good move to put him there. It helps them out a little bit, and he's a good ball player. There's actually a few good ball playing second rowers and uh, the lock in this Queensland, in this New South Wales side. So ball movement is going to be crucial for New South Wales and trying to get to move Queensland around the park and tire them out. Now the bench. We have AJ Brimson, Jaden Sewer, Mawiki Fodawaka and Joe Ovhengawi versus Jack White and Junior Paulo, Payne Haas and Liam Martin. AJ Brimson's coming in with a bit of an injury, bit of an injury cloud. Uh, Jaden Sewer was dropped from the south side a couple weeks ago. Fodawaka has been really good for the Titans, and Ovhengawi has been strong for the Tigers. Uh, White has been out of form for the Raiders. Uh, don't. I don't know whether he deserves this spot in the Origin team. Paulo and Haas have been both fantastic. And Lee Martin is just a gritty player who you know is going to thrive on this Origin level, on the Origin stage. I'm going to lean New South Wales here. I could see this bench maybe moving around a little bit, though. don't know whether Payne Haas or Junior Paulo will start for Jake Trevojevic, but both of them are going to get big minutes. They're both big minute forwards. Uh, and Lee Martin's going to be that spark off the out, just that that X factor off the bench is going to come in and just make some big hits when he comes on the field and make some big runs. Eighteenth um, man for each team is Cohen Hess and Appy Coruscant. Uh Coaches the Paul Green and Brad Fittler. Really tight game. I think Blues have the backline advantage. Queensland have a bit of a forward pack advantage. Um, the halves are where it's really going to be made, though. Can Cleary and Luai step up uh, and beat the experience of Munster and Cherry Evans? My tip for this game is it's New South Wales. I don't feel that confident about it. Um, just because this game's at Townsville, I don't know what that's going to do. 
Um, I think the New South Wales side is slightly better, but just that home field advantage and its origin, and no matter what, no matter how bad this Queensland team is, we saw it last year, the worst team in 40 years, and they still managed to get the upset. You never count Queensland out. When it comes to origin, they just they have something special that New South Wales has just never really been able to find. So, yeah, I, I know Brad Fittler took that loss personally last year and blames himself for it. I wonder what he's got in store, but, yeah, I... Leaning blues, maybe a little bit of bias there. I don't feel great about it, but I think they can get the job done. And hopefully, hopefully, I, I think it'll be a close game. And I'm just hoping that the referees aren't too involved. Now, touching on the referees getting too involved, we, we know about this crackdown, and the NRL has come out and said that the crackdown uh, will go through Origin. Uh, we've seen it laxed off a couple over the last couple of weeks. Nowhere near as many sim bins as those first two weeks. Um, but one of the funnier things that came out of this week's Origin Press Junket was Daily Cherry Evans' plea to uh, his own side and the New South Wales side to reach a gentleman's agreement that players will not flop to receive penalties and sim bins in this game. Um, I, I like this idea. Will it happen? I highly doubt it. Um, imagine if it's 12 all, uh, you're 20 metres out, someone has a little bit of a cheeky slap across the face, player stays down, you're going to get the penalty, player gets straight, straight back up. It just depends on what part of the game this is, really. And as much as I would love to see players not flopping, which in itself is a ridiculous notion that players do this and... The fact that we they, we have to reach this gentleman's agreement to make this game better is a bit of a joke. But yeah, I, I really hope that there isn't that much flopping in this game and that we have a really good, gritty contest. It's origin. It's rough. Things are going to happen. And I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if there's at least one player Simbin. And it's going to be interesting to see how much that turns a game really is. Uh, but let's hope that that doesn't happen and we have a nice, clean game. Uh, a lot of mongrel in it, but it's Origin, and that's what exactly what we want to see. All right, Origin talk over. Uh, we still have a round of football to talk after Wednesday night, and it all kicks off on Friday night at previously, uh, previously named Lotto Land, which I believe has a new name, which is now Four Pines... Four Pines... Uh, Oval, um, so new sponsor there at Brookvale. Uh, we have Manly versus the Cowboys, six versus seven. This will be a really good game. Uh, all the Origin players have been named to back up. Uh, and I remember an adage by Cameron Smith. He said it was always easier to play uh, the Friday after Origin rather than the Saturday or Sunday because your body's still a bit warm and that that quick turnaround makes it a little easier rather than having to wait three or four days and then go at it. So it's going to be interesting to see whether, you know, the likes of Tom Trevojevich, Daly Cherry Evans, Jake Trevojevich and Valentine's Holmes do play in this game. Um, and to be honest, my tip depends on who does play. Uh, if, if teams are as, as named, if teams are as named, I'm leaning towards Manly. 
But if Daly Cherry Evans or Tom Trevojevic is out, probably going to lean the Cowboys. I think that they've been in really good form and we've seen how good this manly side is. Without Tom Trevojevic in it, it's not great. They're still missing Josh Schuster, who's probably a week away. Um, yeah, I just... Curtis Sirenen's still not back yet. I think I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Again, it just all depends on availability. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to tip Manly, but if I see some of these players out, I'm more likely to change my tip. Now, if you want to find out what my tips are and what Emmanuel's tips are, please do not hesitate to message us on socials, and we will give you our tip right before the match if you want. Um... Just send us a reminder or send us, can you give us your tip? A couple days. Obviously, teams are going to change after after tomorrow night. Uh, who knows? Let's hope there's not, but there might be a couple injuries out of the weekend, and we'll see what it goes. Emmanuel has tipped the Cowboys for this game, uh, and I am going manly depending on health. All right, next game. We have the Sharks versus the Panthers. Uh, none of the Origin stars are slated to back up for... The Panthers, they're all on the extended bench. Um, but a question of whether they will play or not. I heard there was a report today that uh, it is unlikely that they will play. So we'll see. Uh, it's it's one of those things where if they do play, I think I'm going to go with Panthers. If they don't play, it's a really tough one. I think I would lean Sharks just because they've... They're pretty healthy at the moment. They haven't got too many injuries. Um, they had a really good win last time out against the Titans, I believe. Um, finding a bit of form there, and yeah, just like it's six players from the six players from the Origin team that are going to be out. So I, they will. I'm assuming Apicorosau will be one of the only ones who does play because he's 18th man. But you're going to have Matt Burton and Tyrone May again in the centres. Um, uh, in the in the halves, sorry, I yeah, I'm gonna lean the Sharks unless the likes of Cleary, Luai, you know, Kurt Capewell, Brian To Brian To, Isaiah, you know, Lee Martin, unless they're all backing up, I can't see this Panthers side winning. They got this basically their their second string side lost against the Tigers on the weekend, uh, and they just didn't seem crisp or comfortable in that position. Uh, basically, a brand new side like. Very difficult, very difficult to compete. All right. On Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock up at Gold Coast, we have the Titans versus the Roosters. AJ Brimson is slated to back up after Origin as well as Fafita and Tino Fasumalawi. So they're basically all back on deck. Ash Taylor's still in the side. Um, Brian Kelly, after bombing an, uh, a possible uh, game-tying try on the weekend, uh, keeps his spot. Uh, Greg Marju, the big, bulking winger uh, for the Titans, keeps his spot as well. Um, Anthony Don is on the extended bench, as well as Joe Whitbread, Sam Stone, Mitch Rain. I just... Mm, <sighs> for the Roosters, they've got... Tedesco is slated to back up. And I think he's their only Origin player so far this year. Angus Crichton is back from suspension. Um, still no Boyd Corner. There was a rumour he was going to return in round 14. Uh, so he might be a couple weeks away still. 
Uh, if Tedesco doesn't play, I would assume that Joseph Martin goes to fullback and Suwali comes into the side off the extended bench. Um, we go on the Roosters here. They're relatively unaffected by Origin. Sam Walker's back uh, after a week, after two weeks off. So, yeah, I think the Roosters are going to be too strong for the Titans, whose defensive woes seem to continue a little bit. and They just can't seem to stop points. 5.30 Saturday afternoon at Stadium Australia. We have the... Uh, sorry, for those last two games, sorry, Emmanuel has tipped the Sharks against the Panthers and Roosters against the Titans. Uh, so back to Rabbitohs versus Shark, uh, Knights on 5.30 Saturday afternoon. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, Damian Cook, and uh, no Dane Gagai, I believe. Jaden Sewers still slated to back up as well. Um, so Latrell, we'll see. We'll see again. All these, all these teams can change. We'll see what happens. But at this point in time, uh, those Origin stars are slated to back up. The Knights are still missing Caelan Ponga. Jake Clifford was all right in his Newcastle debut. Wasn't anything special. Uh, you've got Daniel Saifedi, uh slated to back up. Uh, David Clemmer's still out with suspension. One thing I don't get about the Knights is why Connor Watson, who has probably been their best player this year, still can't crack the starting spot. It bewilders me. I don't understand it. Um, yeah. The moment he comes on the field, they look like a completely different team. I know maybe maybe it's a minutes thing, but he seems fit enough to be able to play 80 minutes. So, unsure on that one. Um, Cam Murray is also another player who might not back up from Origin. Uh been under a bit of an injury cloud, missed a couple games prior to this origin period, so we'll see how he uh, he pulls up. Going south here, I think they should get this win pretty easily. Emmanuel, unsurprisingly, has also tipped souths as well. Now, the Raiders. Josh Papali is back for them. Uh, no, you, uh, no Caleb Aikens at fullback, so Bailey Simonson steps into the custodial position. Um, I don't. Josh Hodgson starting again back at nine for the Broncos. Some big changes. Uh, Carmichael Hunt, who's been playing reserve grade, uh, comes finally back into the NRL after a long hiatus. Had that stint in AFL and had some off-field issues. He steps in at number six to partner Albert Kelly. I think that's the 900th halves combination the Broncos have tried this year. Uh, Jermaine Asako, after his shocking game on the weekend, has been dropped. And potential Broncos fullback for next season, Herbie Farnworth, steps into the number one role. Uh, Dale Copley and Jesse Arthurs will be uh, in the centres with Selwyn Cobo in on the wing. Uh, Payne Haas is slated to back up from origin, uh, so keep an eye on whether he will or not. TC Rabadi on the bench, um, he was fantastic, came on and scored two tries in seven minutes against the Dragons, uh, one of their only shining lights from the weekend, so keep an eye on him, a uh, very exciting player, um, yeah, I just, Jermaine Asako unfortunately had a shocker and has paid the price for it, uh, still think he's a good winger, but just, I think, they want to try something different here. Going the Raiders at home, 7.30. It's going to be cold down in Canberra on a Saturday night. It's going to be probably in the single digits. And that seems to 
favour the Raiders. So I'm sticking with the Raiders on that one. Hopefully they can start getting a couple wins under their belt because, look, this team's talented. And I don't know, if they can fight, figure out what's wrong and can turn their season around, and they're one of those teams that are sitting in eight or seven or eight at the back end of a season, I would not want to be versing them come finals time. Uh, Emmanuel has also gone the Raiders on that game. Okay, uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. We are at Central Coast Stadium. We have the Warriors versus the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Reese Welsh is out with uh, suspension. Uh, so Roger Tuovasa-Shek steps back into the number one jersey. Uh, Josh Curran is at lock with Torku Harris in number 12. And the big news on the extended bench for the Warriors is Marquee signing Adam Fanua Blake, who... Uh, we thought might have been out for the whole season when he injured his knee back in round two, I believe. But uh, injury wasn't as grave as what we thought it was, and he is slated to return, which is a huge boost for the Warriors. Um, for the Storm, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen is still recovering from that uh, head knock against the Dragons. Cameron Munster and Felice Kafusi are in the side as well as Harry Grant, who uh, is slated to come off the bench with Christian Welch. So those Origin stars that are backing up for Melbourne will, I would probably say, play because it is a Sunday. You've got four or five days in between, and I wouldn't see them playing huge minutes. They're coming off the bench, so uh, they will likely play. Just keep an eye on it again. I'm going the Storm because I, they're... They're almost full health. Other than Pappenhausen, they've got everyone playing. Uh, so yeah, it's should be it, it should be a good game because the the Warriors have been in pretty decent form lately, trying to fight for that top eight spot. So uh, yeah, going the Storm though. Emmanuel is also tipping the Storm. This is a game that I'm really looking forward to. Both teams in a bit of form. Sunday afternoon, four four o'clock, Bankwest Stadium. Eels versus the Tigers. This is always a great game um, for the for the Eels. Uh, Reed Marnie is out with uh, what was seemed to be a, a suspected pec injury, but luckily for him, it was just a subflex of the shoulder. So uh, Joey Lussick will step into the hooking role. Uh, Ryan Madison keeps his spot in the second row after a great performance against the Knights. Um, Mitchell Moses has been in a bit of down form. Uh, came off early against the uh, the Knights on the weekend. Let's see if he can pick his form back up. Clint Gufferson was fantastic. And Mike Acevo, just if he's five metres out, it's impossible to stop him. I do like the, the decision to move, uh, to switch uh, the Opacek and Blake, uh, Wagga Blake uh, centre spots uh, just to shore up the defence on that right side. Now, for the Tigers, who are off that big win against the Panthers, have uh, basically named an unchanged side other than Joe Offerhengawi coming back into the lock role. Um, uh, Madge has got this team rolling. Uh, they're, I think they're two, two points out of the eight at the moment, uh, which is pretty good. Um, they're, they're fighting for it, and they're, they're hitting a bit of form. It's going to be a really good game. I still think the Eels are a better team, though. And as close as this might seem, I don't know. I just... I'm leading the Eels. They've 
But this is a game that the Eels have lost in the past. They they have looked shaky against some bad teams where you think they should get a win and they just drop the ball a little bit. Last game of the round, because of the long weekend, we have 4 o'clock at Stadium Australia, the Bulldogs versus the Dragons. The Bulldogs are the big winner after the bye week as they doubled their points total for the season. Um, the Dragons, after that impressive win over the Bulldogs, uh, over the Broncos, putting up 50 points. Ben Hunt, who has been rushed into the uh, origin side as a backup in case any of the halves are injured, um, uh, will most likely play. It'll be a five-day turnaround from that point, and he probably won't even play in origin anyway. Uh, so they're, they're almost full strength at the moment. Jack DeBellin is still on the extended bench. I think Josh uh, Jackson Ford is a real shining light for them. Don't know why he wasn't getting minutes at the start of the season, um, but uh, it's been really good in the middle for them. Uh, Jack Bird's been really good at second row. Don't know whether that's a long-term position. They've still got a couple players out because of suspension. Um, but you know, I think his best position is probably center or that second row spot. Um, Go on the Dragons because I refuse to tip the Bulldogs and Emmanuel is doing the same. Um, should be an easy win for the Dragons, but you never know with these two teams. You never know. Um, should be a, should be an interesting contest to finish off the week and finish off round 14. Now, um, I think that's it for the week. You've probably listened to me for way too long. I will recap my picks quickly. So uh, I've gone Manly, Panthers, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Raiders, Storm, Eels, and Dragons. And a lot of those games are dependent on who plays in Origin. Um, Emmanuel's tips are Cowboys, Sharks, Roosters, Souths, Raiders, Storm, and Eels. So our first two games uh, are different. And then uh, the rest of the same. As I said before, if you want to find out our tips after the origin period, please don't hesitate to message the group, uh, the socials on uh, Twitter uh, at HowGoodIsRL or Instagram at HowGoodIsRugbyLeague. One of us will respond. Um, and yet, always, as always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And thank you for sticking with me uh, during Emmanuel's hiatus from the podcast. Uh, And I'll leave you with one more thing. How good is rugby league? (laughs) 